Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. Hello? Can you hear me? Am I on mute? Does that sound familiar? I think in the past year, we've all been there trying to communicate over video calls with friends and family and colleagues. At different times, I think I had Zoom, Teams, FaceTime, WhatsApp, Google Duo, all running on my phone at different points. We've had to adapt to the technology. Uh, In addition to video calls, online shopping has really taken off. In July last year, it's estimated up to 50% of online grocery shoppers were trying it for the very first time. Food delivery services have exploded in popularity. Loads of local restaurants have turned into impromptu takeaways. Healthcare, education, entertainment have all jumped online really quickly. And some commentators are calling this a mass digital migration. In fact, research is showing the adoption of digital technologies globally has accelerated by about five years. That is, we're at a level of digital use today that was not expected until 2025. The world has changed. But this kind of thing has happened before. William was born in 1494 in Gloucester. At 16, he studied at Oxford, then later Cambridge, and he learned to speak seven additional languages, including Hebrew and Greek. He became a priest, and at age 29, he asked for funds from the Bishop of London to translate the New Testament from its original Greek into English. But because putting the Bible into English would allow many people to read it directly, the bishop refused because the Catholic Church's official view was that only clergy should interpret the scriptures. So it became clear quickly that nowhere in England would support this work. So William travelled to Europe and he stopped in several cities and continued his efforts His direct translations to English were the first to introduce uh, very familiar phrases like uh, let there be light, the sign of the times, and seek and ye shall find, all William's work. He completed the first ever English New Testament in 1525, and it greatly benefited from a new technology, the printing press. Less than 80 years earlier, Johannes Gutenberg had invented the mechanical printing press, and it revolutionised the world. Just one machine could produce up to 3,600 pages a day compared to 40 by hand printing. And this allowed ideas and information to spread quickly across society for the very first time. William's New Testament was the first English Bible to take advantage of this new technology. Despite being banned by the Catholic Church, the translation was smuggled into England and Scotland. Some copies burned in public when they are found. But William continued to write and translate. In 1536, William Tyndale was executed by the church for heresy. But his influence is still felt today. He's described as the man who more than Shakespeare or even Bunyan has moulded and enriched our language. And his translations were the basis for the King James Version, which quickly became the most popular and widely used English Bible translation in the world. Like Martin Luther, William Tyndale was a leading figure in the Reformation which birthed the Protestant church movement. And this was all helped by technology. This past year, how we do church here has had to change. 
While there's difficulty in not being able to meet in person, moving online has enabled people to access worship and teaching anytime, in any place. We've connected with people who can't set foot in church or are just generally not around on Sundays. Right now, you might be listening to me on YouTube, Facebook, or the podcast. The church can truly go to the people, not just the people to church. Everyone, everywhere, every day. So what do we make of an unchanging God in an ever-changing world? Sometimes we might interpret unchanging as a negative thing. Unchanging could mean stuck in your ways, obstinate, outdated. But that's not what we mean when we talk of God being unchanging. We don't mean that he never changes his mind or that he never responds to his people. The Bible is absolutely clear that he is a loving God and he enjoys relationship. There is story after story of how God changes his mind and adjusts his his actions in response to people. Jesus turned the world on its head when he explained that God is like a loving father who responds to our prayers. In the message translation, Romans 8.34 says that Jesus, the one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for us. So if unchanging doesn't describe God's actions, then what does it mean? It's a statement about his character. In Exodus 3.14, When speaking from a burning bush, God tells Moses his name. He says, I am who I am. Now, I'm no Hebrew scholar like William Tyndale, but I am told that the phrase can be translated a few ways. One of these is, whatever I am, I will be. Or more clearly, whatever I am like, I am like that consistently. Later on in Exodus 34, God proclaims his name as his glory passes by. He describes himself saying, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. And because we already know his name, I am, we know that whatever he is like, he is like that consistently. So God is consistently compassionate and consistently gracious. His generous nature is what is unchanging. So why is this important right now? Because in a constantly changing world, in the midst of a pandemic and a mass digital migration, we can have confidence that God is consistently compassionate and gracious towards us. We can take comfort that through all the disruptions, he is good. So today, may you know the wonderful, unchanging nature of your father God, that he is unflinchingly compassionate towards you, that he is reliable and faithful despite all the changes in the world. Amen.